human beings of the world, it's time to enter the spoilerverse through our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. We're going. We're on? For ECCCC4. All right. Welcome back. Nope. Join the cult of the Spoilerverse. And welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan. That is Mr. Horsley. Why are you whispering my name? I don't know. It just sounds cool. <laughs> and today on the show, well, it's part four, quattro, not ocho, <laughs> quattro, of our virtual con for the postponement of E equals C cubed. Yep. Emerald City Comic Con 2020 creator promo four, where we bring on creators to talk about what they have, where you can find them and where you can, you know, if you have the money or have the ability to, you know, to purchase something from them to help offset the cost of Comic Con being canceled. We brought them on, talked to them. It's a lot of fun. I love talking to people. One way you can help. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. One way you can help all these guys out is go to scpod.net. And yep. you can see all of the episodes that we have associated with our virtual con here for all the people that have signed up through us to, you know, to push their stuff out. Yeah. And you can share the individual pages that show the different shows. And on that one, they can listen to the show and, and find out if they like the people and what they got going on. And then two, that has actually all the links to all the different creator stuff. Yeah. And you can do that. And you can, you can, Listen to this episode, all the other ones we did, and you know some of these people are old people, old favorites of our show that have been on before, and you can hear all the other episodes they've been on as well. And you know what? You might find some more stuff that you love there because we have a great website. There you go. All right, guys. Well, let's take a listen and see what these guys have to say. All right, everybody, welcome again to another uh, episode of Spoiler Country. It is the ECCC special, um, and right now I'm talking to Carl Kessel. Carl Kessel, you have seen in many, many comics. Carl, tell us what's up, man. Um, well, I guess uh, as far as this goes, uh, what's up is I'm not at Emerald City Comic Con, as, as no one is, um, and that's very unfortunate. I feel uh, I feel bad for everyone for that. Um, in, in my particular case, actually, I had decided I wasn't going to go up before they canceled the show because sadly I've, I've got a little sciatic nerve problem going on. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so it, it, my physical therapist had recommended that recommended that I not stand for long hours on concrete and sit in hard folding chairs. So I'd, I'd actually decided not to go to Emerald city just days before they canceled the show. Um, and I, w- I will say this thing, you know, uh, as word was filtering down about 
<clears throat> what might happen happen with Emerald City. I, I I give Reed Pop you know a lot of credit because um, they were already giving credit to anyone that needed to cancel or felt they needed to cancel that they would get their artist artist alley money back. Um, I believe they were even even offering attendees their money back. So uh, I I think that was you know they were taking a huge hit there, but that that bought them in my book an awful lot of goodwill. And um, now I'm just waiting, you know, then they did cancel the show. And now I'm waiting to see when it'll be rescheduled so that hopefully it'll match my future plans and I can still go up there because um, it is such a great show. And, uh, you know, and, and I was going to be this the weekend after that at Kansas City's Planet Con, and that just got canceled. So, you know, this this thing is, just, uh, is it's um, getting, you know, the, the it's like like the virus, I guess it's spreading. So. But you know, I do miss uh, you know Emerald City. I miss all the shows, but Emerald City is is you know one that I've been going to for many many years and really enjoy a lot. Uh, I'm really going to miss not seeing all the people up there. There were, there were even a few people who um, you know I've met through Kickstarting Comics, which is how I've been uh, earning my living the last few years. Uh, and the Kickstarting Comics community is really a great community of people who really self uh, support each other really well. And a few of them were going to be at Emerald City, and I was going to meet them in person for the first time. So, you know, this damn virus. But, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, later this year, I'm scheduled for Dragon Con. We'll see if that happens. Oh, nice. I, you know, I just don't know. You, you just don't know what's around the corner. So, Well, we, we're just going to, you know, hope and pray for the best and uh, – you have a ton of stuff that people need to see, and I'm sure it's always fun to kind of get that direct interaction with the fans. Well, of course, um, yeah. And hopefully by the time you're able to do that, you get your sciatica stuff taken care of because, <laughs> oh, man, I know that pain. I used to work as a mover, and um, oh. about three weeks after I had found another job, because I'd worked there for about eight years, I woke up one morning, and I was like, my back doesn't hurt. That's weird. <laughs> it uh, l- luckily, I don't think I screwed it up too bad, but my knees are crap. But um, uh, yeah. yeah, so I I just have no idea what I did this time. Ten years ago, I threw out my back really badly and and was in great pain, and then I you know that took care of itself. And I don't know what what happened, but all of a sudden, you know, I just kind of like woke up one day and I said, I don't feel good. You know, my back was hurting. My and it was the pain was shooting down my right leg. And and I could get yeah. around pretty good. I could get around pretty good, except then I did something stupid. I took my daughter ice skating, and um, that jerk. really screwed things up because you know to ice skate, all my leg muscles and my back muscles were super tense. You know, so I mm-hmm. could skate. And I'll tell you that that just I could barely walk this day. And yeah, the last thing you need to do now is carry around a big heavy box of books to sign. And I know, so. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's really really unfortunate. But um, you know, hopefully. Knock on wood, which I'm doing right now. This this all passes quickly, you know. I don't you know, and and we can all resume life as normal, you know, where we can actually see people and shake their hands and give them hugs, you know. Exactly. So okay, you're not going to be at uh, the next two planned con appearances. Where can people find your stuff? Well, uh, you know, like I said, lately I've been kickstarting my uh, creator on books. Uh, and I'm still working on those. Uh, they can go to um, panicbuttonpress.com if they wanted to order the Section Zero book that, uh, that Tom Grumman and I did. 
Um, I'm working on a sequel book with him, but that is not out yet. Uh, I'm working on a book called Impossible Jones with David Hahn, but we haven't finished that one yet. Um, and if they go to their comic shop, Section Zero was collected and put out by uh, Image Comics as a trade paperback. And I, I would have had some of those with me at Emerald City. Um, but they can get those at their comic shop, a nice, you know, real beautiful paper, trade paperback of the first Section Zero uh, miniseries. Uh, and then, so they can get those at their comic shops. Nice, nice. Hey, while, while you're on here, I worry about our LCSs. Um, they're kind of the backbone of the comics community in a way. Yeah. Do you have any in particular that, that you're fond of that you want to give a shout out to real quick? Uh, well, down here in Portland, uh, I am a big fan of um, Cosmic Monkey Comics which is over on Sandy Boulevard, Northeast Sandy in Portland. Um, I also really like uh, Bridge City Comics, which is on Mississippi in Portland. And I'm a longtime uh, friend with Don Reardon, who runs Future Dream Comics, which is down on Burnside. Those three, are, uh, those three are probably my favorite in the city. Nice, nice. And just I, I dream about being able to visit Portland or Seattle and going to a place where you can just kind of throw a rock and hit either a person who is in comics or a comic shop. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not really um, a thing here in Birmingham. There are uh, like uh, one or two really decent shops and right. then nothing else for the next, you know, 50 miles. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. And um, just, you know, Seattle and Portland, we've got a lot of cartoonists too. That's really great. It's really great to have that sort of community. Um, and, and I do belong to uh, Periscope Studio, although I get down there very rarely nowadays. Um, but still, I'm, I'm on all their email loops, and, and they're a great bunch of uh, guys and gals, really talented people. Does Periscope Studios have like a, a an online store of just any of the the, the collected works of the, the studio members? Oh, nothing collected. Did I say Periscope? Because now it's Helioscope. I must I yeah. might have spoken <laughs> It is Helioscope Studio. But, uh, but, I mean, they do not have, I, as far as I know, they don't have, you know, there is no collected works books of their stuff. But um, if you go on onto the Helioscope Studio website, which I believe is just helioscope.com, um, you certainly would have links to everybody's work. And, and there's something for everybody there. I mean, uh, Kat Ferris has drawn uh, a book that's gotten a lot of attention from Oni Press called My Boyfriend is a Bear. And it's a great book. It's a really great book graphic novel and dylan maconis uh just did queen of the sea which was um shortlisted on a lot of lists for uh, best graphic novel of last year so there's a lot of talent here in portland a lot of talent oh yeah oh yeah it's, a, it's amazing and you guys go to at carl kessel k-a-r-l-k-e-s-e-l um that is uh mr carl kessel's twitter um and uh, there is a link to there is no section zero dot com. Right. Uh, That'll take and, you right to the, uh, the, the web page, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm assuming next time you you put on another Kickstarter, it'll be all over your tweets. Sure. Well, yeah, I yeah, I'm, I'm very bad at tweeting um, a little better at Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. Um, but even there, if I don't feel like I got anything to say, I don't say anything. So I don't blame you. you you're one of the good ones, man. <laughs> well carl good luck with uh you know getting back in shape with your back because i know that is uh it's, it's a rough a rough thing and hopefully all this uh 
uh, we'll, we'll have a pint or two and I'll wait for all this stuff to blow over. And I know. <laughs> I know. we can, now, now, uh, are, are, is there any chance you would be making it up to uh, dragon con come, come that time? I, I don't have any plans to go. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I didn't know if that was close a, enough to you that you might try to make it up there. I don't, I didn't know. Cause I would, hopefully, I would love to go. So I'm, I'm hoping to eventually be able to, um, to check that out because it, it looks really fun. Yeah. Oh, and next, I actually, not that anyone cares about this, but next year, 2021, I was just invited to uh, the Metropolis, Illinois Superman. Uh, it's not really a convention. It's more like a fair, but I'm really looking forward to that. I keep hearing really great things about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They have a, a, a huge uh, thing every year. It's like their, yeah. their festival. Yeah, it's it's like a Superman festival. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, so um, but I've heard very good things about it. But they they invited me, so I'm going to go there in 2021. And I would like to think life will be very normal by then. <laughs> Here's hoping, man. Knock on wood. Uh, everybody, uh, Carl Castle. Carl, do you have anything you want to say on the way out? No, I uh, always great to talk to you, Casey. Carl, dude, is it's awesome. It's an honor to be able to talk to you. And uh, like I said, get better. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll be back on the con train very soon. Very soon, hopefully. All right, Casey, you take care. All right, have a good one. All right, welcome Andrew Griffith to Spoiler Country Special Emerald City Comic Con episode. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, uh, our pleasure. So first, let's start off with you telling uh, the listeners a little about yourself. Sure, well, um, I guess I'm uh, mostly known as a comic book artist, mostly on Transformers. I've been working on that franchise as my main gig, I guess you'd say, since about 2008. So um, I was the regular artist on an ongoing series for about 55 issues. And then I've done a number of other things, mostly um, for IDW publishing, things like ROM and a little like some G.I. Joe mask, um, just, you know, kind of wherever they can use me, wherever they needed me over the years. Um, about to start a few issues of an anthology series they have now called Transformers Galaxies. Ooh. And um, also working on a few create-our-own project kind of things at the, at the time, at, at the current time. Well, I will have to say I've lo- been loving Transformers for a very long time. I mean, uh, going back to the original Transformers uh, series through IDW, so you've been doing fantastic work, and thank I'm be definitely buying Galaxies when that comes out. Thank you, thank you. So you said you had some... Um, independent comic books you're working on as well is there something you can give us some information on or are they still under wraps sure no um one is um we recently had a kickstarter campaign for it's a series called dominion's light which is sort of a swords and sorcery meets science fiction blend kind of a thing it's written by brandon easton who's a writer on the new um netflix transformer series he's also written mask for idw he's um He's writing a, a Marvel series, actually, that IDW is doing, like a um, for younger readers thing that IDW Publish is doing. So he's a real good writer. He was um, nominated for uh, Eisner and everything. He's a real good writer. You should check him out, too, if you get a chance, um, if you haven't already. But, uh, yeah, it's a project we're doing together, and um, it was on Kickstarter, and it was successfully funded. So right now I'm working on the on the pages for that. Well, that's fantastic. Brendan Easton actually is going to be a guest of ours, I think, in about four days from now, maybe five. Oh, very cool. Very cool. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually fantastic. We look forward to talking to him um, as well. Um, so that's your upcoming project. How about uh, where can your fans buy your merchandise online? Well, um, I have a few different places. I, I 
promote most of my stuff on Twitter, which is uh, my my handle there is Glove Studios, glove like on your hand, studios with an S on the end. Um, I also post whenever I have, whenever I'm opening up commissions and things like that. Um, I have a, a blog too, it's glovestudios.blogspot.com. Um, right now I'm offering um, a new print I have for a, it, I call it a mega commission print. It was originally, a, it started out as a commission for someone, but it's like, a huge print that has about 140 transformers in full color. Oh, nice! So that's I'm pushing right now, and starting tomorrow night and Monday, I'm going to host um, <clears throat> these little art auctions I do that are open to the public on Facebook. So it's like a fun little thing where every 15 minutes I'll post some original art, and whoever makes the highest bid at the end of those 15 minutes wins a piece. And um, you can find all the information for that on the, on the blog as well. So for this live auction, all you have to do is uh, click on your name or click on the um, auction and they can participate? Yeah, just go to the, the blog, the glovestudios.blogspot.com. And um, yeah, there, I think like the second post probably there has the information. You can go to that Facebook thing. It's open. It's public. And um, just just comment and uh, place a bid, basically. Oh, that's very cool. Five, yeah. Um, yeah, especially that um, the big transformer. You said it's 145 characters? 140, I think. I'd have to count again, but I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so. hard to imagine there's that many Transformers. <laughs> right? Yeah, the the actual print itself is even, I think it's four feet wide by almost three feet tall. It's it's, it's a really big, large print, yeah. And, and how much um, um, how much can they um, buy it for? That's selling for 70 for big art print. Well, for 140, 140 characters, that's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, most people agree it's a pretty good deal. So, <laughs> sounds like a fantastic deal, actually. Yeah. Um, you did mention that you're open um, about commissions. Are you actually available for commissions now? And how can they get a commission from you? That information is on there too. If you go down a few posts on my blog, um, I had posts open for Emerald City Comic Con and, and TFCon in Florida, and um, I. Emerald City Comic Con, as you know, got canceled, and the TF, yeah. which is a Transformers convention, is looking like it might be getting canceled now too. We should know by tomorrow, but um, which is at this time, it's it's what is this <laughs> Thursday night? So I guess by Thursday. Friday, you know. Um, so yeah, but those commission prices are still active. So if anybody wants a commission, it just might take me some time to get them shipped out and everything. So. Yeah, it was a big loss for everybody when Emerald City um, shut down. It's unfortunate here that the Transformers convention. It's, you said TFCon, correct? TFCon is yeah, yeah, that's, and, and that one's shutting down. That's well, that was, that's gonna hurt a lot of people. Yeah, it's and then WonderCon's getting canceled too, and it, yeah, it's gonna be a rough spring for a lot of us. Now, are there upcoming conventions you're definitely going to appear at that we, or at least at the moment, before you know we think they shut down? <laughs> it's hard to say. I have a few that are uh, that uh, that are sure things, but they haven't announced me yet. And they want me to wait until they can announce me. Um, so it's 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 hard to say. Um, can you give a hint by giving the region, at least in the country where these exist? Well, I'll say I'm lined up for at least one in England. Oh, damn. Nice. Um, possibly one in South America. Um, and then if all things go well, Emerald City Comic Con will be replaced at a different time later this year. And hopefully the TF Con will as well. So this whole year is kind of up up, <laughs> up in the air right now. So. Well, that's nice that you get to travel to England and South America. Did you ever um, think that when you started into the business that this would be a reason, a way to travel the world? I've, it's funny. I always enjoy traveling, but I never really thought that when I started doing this that it would lead into a way of supporting my love for travel and, <laughs> and, and mixing my geek comic book kind of love as well. So it all just works out really well. It's amazing. It's just been really a great privilege. Um, 
getting to go to places like Japan and China and, you know, Europe and stuff is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I, I envy you to be in that position. And it's hopefully um, the issues with Corona can die down and we can go back to traveling like that again. I certainly hope so. So, yeah. One, one second, sorry. One oh, all right. Um, I think that's going to be it. Um, thank you very much for talking to us, Andrew Griffith. And I want to make sure all the listeners make sure they check out your um, your blog. And can you repeat the name of your blog one more time? Of course. Yes. Yeah, Glovestudios.blogspot.com. And usually like on Twitter or Instagram, uh, I'll promote this stuff as well. So it's uh, Glove Studios there. All one word, of course. And I want to just remind everyone that your work on Transformers is fantastic. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you very much, um, Andrew. We really do appreciate you talking with us. Thank you for your time. Hey, Zach, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Kind of sad that uh, Comic-Con's not going on right now because usually I'm there every year in Seattle, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I live in Seattle, so, you know, I'm here. But yeah. uh, the sad part is, is no one else is here. So right, we're right. actually going to ha- go, we're gonna go out tomorrow with a few other Seattle people and meet at the local Sheraton bar and have a sort of like, you know, sad drink for the <laughs> Comic-Con that should be going on. That's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I live about just about an hour south of Seattle, and I... Uh, my co-host lives just down the street, and we had a you know had a drink last night and played some games. Going, oh, no Comic Con tomorrow, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's very sad, but I mean, it's canceled for understandable reasons, but it's still sad. Absolutely, yeah. And I, you know, I have good hopes that the summer Super Summer Special Edition will be just as fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be cool because it's going to be unique, which is going to be awesome. Yep, and it'll be sad on the summertime. So hey. yeah, exactly. And don't worry about getting rain and all the stuff you buy. <laughs> I know. So for everybody out there listening, can you go ahead and, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Zach Davison. Um, I'm a writer and translator. I work in comics. I write books. I do quite a bit of things. I got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies, but uh, mainly a lot of my comic work um, does deals with manga translation. Oh, that's really cool. How'd you get, how'd yeah. you get into that? Uh, it was just something that I really, you know, how do I get into that? It's a pretty long and involved thing. But it's, you know, I, mean, I have my master's degree in Japanese. I lived in Japan for many years. And there's just, you know, it's something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to work in comics. I love comics. You know, manga translation was a way to do that. And there was some work that I thought was really phenomenal that wasn't represented over in the English language. So um, mainly a lot of older titles like Mizuki Shigeru and Matsumoto Leiji and things like that. Kind of the, the stuff that I grew up on is what I focus on, as well as some cool new artists that I've discovered recently, like Gotenabe. Um, yeah. That's super it's a cool. Lot of fun. I took two I took two years of Japanese in college and I, I remember like three things. <laughs> but, oh, totally. Yeah. It's it's a ridiculously hard language to learn. It's one of the most complicated and fair dinkum. It's way too hard. I mean, the vast majority of people take enough Japanese or just exactly how difficult it is to yeah. drop out. I had a lot of fun in those classes, but I took the two classes and I was like, and eh, that's enough for me, <laughs> but it was a lot yeah. of fun. I learned, I mean, I got, I got to the point it's where fun. I could listen to it pretty well that watching, like watching anime, I could listen to and follow along mm-hmm. without subtitles. But I had, I always had a hard time speaking it. I, I could read it. I could listen to it, but when I'm trying to, to speak it for some reason, that's where I always failed. Oh yeah. I mean, same with me. I mean, I, that's when I realized I was like, you know what? I'm never going to learn Japanese without getting on a plane and going to live in Japan. So that's what I did for like seven years. And it worked, right? <laughs> I mean, it did. It did. It worked. Yay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So successful plan. What projects do you have that people out there can go check out right now? So right now, one of the things that I, I want people to check out the most, um, is Gotenabe's, uh, 
Kotarabe is this artist that I've been translating his Lovecraft adaptations recently, and they are just they're just phenomenal. It's a lifelong Lovecraft fan. Finding someone that like what I think honestly, and many have said so as well, is the best Lovecraft adaptation ever done in comics form. And this is just this has nothing to do with manga. This has nothing to do with you know anything else mm-hmm. like that. It's just an artist who truly loves and appreciates and understands Lovecraft. I don't think any other comic artist ever has. And it's just, it's really been a privilege to help bring his work into English. I mean, he just won the Anglame International Comics Festival for Best Comic Award. Uh, he's currently nominated for a Bram Stoker Award for a Best Horror Comic. And I just translated two volumes of his series, At the Mountains of Madness, and it is phenomenal. I mean, it's one of those comics where people that have never picked up a manga in their life are suddenly picking this up and reading it like James Tinney and the fourth who's what the Batman um, current Batman writer he's a huge fan of the series and is posting about it constantly trying to get people to read it and like you know, that's one of the ones that I worked on that I'm really proud of as well as just the fact that Gotenabe himself is, is a cool guy he's like one of the few artists I've ever worked with that like hit me up on Twitter and you know when we were at I was at the Eisner Awards because one of his other books um, had been nominated for an Eisner and when we lost the award, I got a little text saying, oh, sucks, man, from Kotanabe. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was so awesome for me to know that even with time zone differences, he was sitting there waiting online to see if he had won an Eisner or not. Uh, and it's <laughs> nice. You know, that he's excited about it. So um, that one's really great. I have my own personal, like one of my books that I wrote called Kaibyo, the Supernatural Cats of Japan, because I do write about nonfiction stuff that I think people would really like to check out. I'm basically, it's a book about magic cats. It's a nonfiction book that I wrote about the folklore, history, um, and it's packed full of art from the Edo period. And I think I think both of those are definitely stuff that people could really get into. That's cool. I, I was I was looking I was looking at the uh, the Supernatural Cat book before I, I got on the call with you. And oh yeah, much, I mean. I'm a big fan of uh, of that style of art, style of art from Japan, and there's always mm-hmm. cats, and it looks cool. It is. It's a great book. I'm that's one of the funnest books I've ever done, and I love how much people love it. It's just been awesome. I mean, obviously, it's like it's magic cats. You know, who right. doesn't like that? I mean, everybody loves cats, right? I mean, right. come on. I have, exactly. I, have, I found that out. When I that book sold so much better than all the other books I've written, my wife's like, <laughs> "All right, from now on, you're just writing stuff about cats. Nothing else but cats. Just write cats. It's good. It's good. That's right." I have two cats. They're assholes, but I love them. <laughs> right. So what projects do you have upcoming that you can talk about? Um, upcoming, like right now I'm working on the translation for Star Blazers 2199, which is really a lot of fun. It's a series that you know, I grew up on as a kid in the 70s. Star Blazers pretty much was one of those I don't know, life-changing series that I saw. And yeah. so now I get to work on it as an adult. It's a lot of fun. And that's coming out through Dark Horse. That's so uh, cool. I also just did, um, speaking of cats, I, I wrote some the introductions for this series called What's Michael that also comes out from Dark Horse. It is this cat comic that is just super duper fun. That's so cool. My co-host, Kenrick, he's a huge Star Blazers fan. Uh, one of the first things oh, him and I nice. talked about was Star Blazers. And I had never heard of it. I mean, I, so I had heard of it as far as, because he's um. I was born in 82. He was born in 74. So he's a little bit of age difference. They're eight years. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I didn't know what it was. I had one of my best friends in elementary school was um, this kid, Andy, and he was, you know, half mm-hmm. Japanese. So his mom would bring home all these mangas and stuff. And I would, you know, couldn't read Japanese, but I look at the pictures and stuff and we'd watch all this stuff. So I, I had seen it before, but I had no idea what it was. And then fast forward to adult time when I, when I met Kenrick, he's like, you have to look at this at Star Blazers. You have to, you have to check this out. And 
that's how I did it. And he's a huge fan. So when I tell him I talked to you and you did the translation, he's going to be like, oh man, I should have, I should have shown up for that one. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. That one, like, cause I, I translated the original Star Blazer, Space Battleship Yamato. Um, and that was one of those things, like ever since I started working in translation, I always used to call that the Holy Grail because that was right. like, oh, uh, if I get to do Space Battleship Yamato, if I get to work on Star Blazers, uh, that'll just be like, that'll be coming full circle, you know, that'll be the dream come true. And then I got to do it, you know, I, and I called up all of my old friends and I'm like, I got it. I got the Holy Grail. And they all knew exactly what I was talking about because that's what I've been calling it my entire career. That is so cool. That's, it's, there it's, it is on my shelf right there. Oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's, it's good that you have that, 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 that goal that was accomplished and something that's cool. It's just, I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was it was interesting actually because because it was my goal for so long when I actually did it I went through a bit of a crisis afterwards so I'm like well what do I do now I achieved my goal and that's <laughs> right. where I was really glad to to discover Gotenabe because it was like oh now I got a new goal you know I got a new passion that I can I can have something to drive me for because I'm not very good at doing stuff that I'm not passionate about you know I'm not a right. very good like workhorse right. I gotta love it in order to do a good job yeah there's, there's no passion behind it it's it's, it's honestly hard to do. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It's just a grind. It is. It is. So is there um, a place out there where people can find your work from you and, and pick it up if they want to? So they couldn't get to ECC to see you. Is there a place they can go pick up that stuff from you? Yeah, the best place to go is my um, website, which is just zachdavison.com. And I've got a little bookstore link there. And it has basically everything I've worked on, all of my fiction books, all of my nonfiction, all of my comic work. Nice. Um, past and you know, past and current manga translations. I worked on a sim- series um, called Wayward through Image for a while as well. Oh, That's nice. all up there. And yeah, you can find everything. That's awesome. So, barring nothing else in the world getting canceled the rest of the year, or has been canceled, are there any other shows you have lined up that people can come see you at? Uh, my hope is for well, obviously ECC Summer Edition. Yeah. Um, and then my real hope is for at the mountains of madness to get nominated for an Eisner award, in which mm. case you'll see me at San Diego. So nice. I've got my fingers crossed for that one. Nice. I'm actually going to check that book out because I'm, um, Kenry and I are both big, uh, Lovecraft fans and Cthulhu. Fans. Our, our tagline, oh, yeah. is, our tagline is actually in notion of podcast. We are Cthulhu. That's our tagline for our I show. Saw that. Yep, I saw yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> it really should. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those comics that just like transcends country, you know, just basically yeah. anyone that's a Lovecraft fan, or even if you're just a horror fan, you know, it's, it's really, really exceptional. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pick that up and give it a read. Cause I'm excited. I, I haven't pulled up here already. I'm looking at the artwork for when the artwork looks, looks amazing. So that, I'm sold oh, on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's phenomenal. You'll like it. You'll love it. I'm sure I will. I, I love, I love that kind of stuff. So is there anything else you want to let everybody know that uh, they can check out for you or anything else that you want to say to anybody out there? Uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's the main thing. I covered all my stuff out. I've got a few projects out that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. So uh, that's the other problem with ECC is a few of us were planning to make announcements. And we're like, well, I guess we'll defer those for now. And that's fine. Um, (laughs) Comics rolls on and we can take this blow. But definitely like, hey, you know, a lot of us are stuck inside. And this is a great chance to pick up and, you know, pull some of those comics off the shelf or dive into some stuff that you have always heard about and maybe want to give a shot to and, you know. Use your time wisely, and time spent with comics is always time spent wisely. That's right. Read, read, read. <laughs> yes. Well, Zach, <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you uh, spending the time with me today to kind of, you know, one, educate me on what you do, and uh, also let all, all the listeners know about your stuff. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks as well. I really appreciate you having me on, and have a good day. You too, man. All right, bye-bye. Hey, Jordan, how you doing today, man? Oh, good. How are you? 
Oh, I'm surviving, you know, doing surviving here in the the lovely Seattle uh, epicenter of coronavirus, but you know, still doing good. Quarant- yeah, so still safe from the cheap beer virus. Yeah, the cheap beer virus. I'm good. I'm I'm quarantined at home. I'm working from home right now for my day job, so I don't have to worry about going Excellent. to school or not school. I don't go to school, but my kids my kids are out of school because they canceled school for six weeks, which is insane. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> they think it's awesome. Well, actually. My eldest daughter is hating it. She's like, I'm going to get so behind in school. I hate this. And she's all worried about getting behind in school. My boys are like, yeah, no school. <laughs> I, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know who you are because you've been on the show, God, so many times, so many times. But for those who are are, are new or because you've had a huge influx of listeners in the last couple, couple, couple months here, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, my name is Jordan. I'm uh, a founder and publisher at Arledge Comics. Uh, we're a micropress based out of Port Orchard, Washington. Um, and our our focus is on queer inclusive titles um, that the whole family can enjoy together. Um, so our library starts at early readers. Um, we have one that we call our baby's first comic. Um, nice. All the way up to uh, PG-13 or your teen audience. So it's it's good inclusive content um, for parents to enjoy with their kids, or for kids to not feel that they have to hide from their parents. Because <laughs> because growing up, like that's that's what a lot of queer content was. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, this is not you know something I want my parents see me reading. Right. Um. And so trying to remove the stigma that you know because it's gay, it's automatically like mature content which isn't tr- always true right right just because just because it's queer or gay doesn't mean it's, it's adults only right exactly exactly um so we were founded back in 2016 mm-hmm. and in the last eight months i've hired four new editors holy shit um you, yeah so as you know we opened up for uh um creator owned content for people to submit to us uh, this past summer and we blew up. The demand is huge out there. Um, and it's so exciting to like create these opportunities for other creators. That is, that is, that is amazing. That's, that's, that's so cool. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm help, happy to hear that you're doing so well. Cause yeah, it's, it's been really great. And I've been, I've actually been full time. I don't have a day job as of last August. What? Really? Um, that's awesome. I, yeah, I know. Like that's how insane it's been. Dude, it's no wonder we haven't talked so much. You've been so busy. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool so what are some of the projects that you've worked on there or that Arledge comics has that people can check out okay um so since last time we talked holy crap what is there um <laughs> so since we last talked uh we released our uh shakespearean anthology my kingdom for a panel right um that was edited by myself and our editor-in-chief natalie cooper um which i gotta say 108... I, 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 sorry not, not to interrupt you there but i am going to um, I got my copy of that and I, and I read through it and I gave it to my eldest daughter and she thought it was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Um, we're really proud of the, of the volume. It came together really, really well. Um, <clears throat> since then, we've also kickstarted uh, the Strange Waters Anthology. Um, that one was originally put together by uh, Strange Cosmos Press and um, they had two failed Kickstarter attempts on it. And so we went in and we were like, Hey, you know, can we buy this title off of you? Nice. Um, cause we were really concerned about the creators like getting paid for, you know, what they signed up for and right. that book actually being made. Um, so we kickstarted that, uh, late last year 
And um, it's finally going to press as soon as the coronavirus stops messing with our printers. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the curse of everything right now is that the virus is stopping everything. Oh, it's terrible. But I'm um, really excited for that one to come out. We used uh, the same cover artist, uh, Mitchie, who uh, they illustrated the cover for My Kingdom for a Panel. And they also mm-hmm. did another beautiful uh, cover art for Strange Waters. Nice, nice. Um, so we're really excited to be showing that off. Um, also, as soon as uh, our printers are accessible again, <laughs> Alex Priest number five is coming out so, so soon. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a double double sized issue at 44 pages, 48 pages. Damn. Um, yeah, we held nothing back. It's Good. some of Scott's best work. Um, I feel it's some of my best writing, and I'm really excited um, to have all five uh, together. Um, and, you know, Corona willing, we're hoping to have <laughs> the trade uh, the trade out uh, this available on Kickstarter this summer. That's going to be cool. Um, it's actually, I'm really excited about it because I'm releasing it in two different editions. Mm-hmm. Um because we have a bunch of side stories that we've been working with different creators on. So those side stories, of course, take place during the main arc of, of the series. So there's going to be one edition where you read the first five issues and then all the stories will take all the, the extra side stories will be in the back matter, uh-huh. which is fairly traditional, you know? Right. Right. But, uh, being a, a star Wars fan myself, I know there's more <laughs> than one way to, yep. to enjoy a series. Um, you know, you can go four, five, six, one, two, three, yeah. you know, or you can go one, two, three, four, five, six. So the second edition, um, will have those short stories in between the issues, um, so you can read the stories as they happen. Um, it'll be a little more spoilery, of course. Yeah. Um, but that's just dramatic irony at that point. That's um, that's cool. That's that's uh, that's I like that. Um, because I, I like the idea of of rearranging the order of something reason because it's, it 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 it'll, essentially it'll, it'll change the story, right? Well, it'll change the perception of how you read the story. But the, I mean, the, absolutely. The, yeah, and that's, that's that's cool, man. I'm so happy for that. So, yeah, there'll be two completely different experiences. That is cool. So when you when you when you when you do that Kickstarter, you have to come back on the show and uh, you know help, help let me help you promote that one. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so you already talked about the upcoming stuff you have going on here. What um, coronavirus dying off, willing and not the whole world being canceled? Are there any other shows that people can come see you and 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 your stuff at this this year? So fingers crossed, um, we'll be in Puyallup for the Washington State Summer Con in June. Um, also, we are hoping to be in Spokane in for Lilac City Comic Con in early June. Nice. Um, August, we'll see us in New York for Flame Con. Oh, you're going to New York? That's awesome. Yeah, we went last year. It was such an amazing time. Um, I talk on Twitter all the time about how conventions are like a healing experience Yeah. because the community is so great and like seeing all your friends online, um, in person and like FlameCon was like the pinnacle of that. It was such an amazing healing space and it was just such a fun time for our entire crew. We have a creator owned title that we're hoping will come out just before FlameCon. It's called Supernova. Nice. And it's about a uh, young teenage um, uh, superhero uh, who's out only to his older sister slash sidekick. 
and um, some villains find out, you know, that he's in the closet and use that to blackmail him to do dirty deeds instead of good deeds. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. So super excited um, to have that out, hopefully in time for FlameCon, um, because the creators are going to be there with us and we'll be we'll be pushing that. Um, really excited. The artwork is super cute. Uh, it has some like middle grade, like your fifth grade, sixth grader vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not artwork like you and I would go like, oh, I want this book. It's All artwork right. that like our kids would pick up and be like, yes, I need this. Gotcha. So my, my, um, my kids are probably, my daughters probably love it then. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like this is the stuff we're, we're publishing with like your kids in, in mind, you know, your, yeah. your daughters in mind. Um, it'll be, it'll be a, a great companion for our earlier anthology trial run, which is the, the same feel. Yeah. Trial um, one is great. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> that, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not biased because my daughters have a story in there, but I think it was great. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not too biased. You know, it was, it was my first foray, uh, into anthologies. You know, I was so green and had no idea what yeah. I was doing. <laughs> But it came, I was like, it yeah, came I can out good. Edit. It came out well. I can edit a whole anthology by myself. Sure, why not? This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> It'll make sense when we're older. Right, right, right. Well, <laughs> Jordan, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Give me some of your time today to talk about what you have out there to let all of our listeners know where to find all this, this great content that I think everybody should should experience and see some of it at least at least dip their toe into it because. I, I really I really believe in what you do and I like your I like your stories a lot. You know that I've told you that I don't know how many times. Yeah, yeah, before you even knew me too well. Yeah, right, right. And now I know you and uh no I'm kidding. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. But so, uh yeah, no, um and we uh we have a, a small deal going on in our online shop. Um arledgecomics.com um is how you find us. There's a big button at the top that says shop. Mm-hmm. And when you check out, we're offering free domestic shipping for everyone who missed Emerald City. Oh, nice. And that's ECCC free ship. Um, gets you $5 off, which will take care of your domestic shipping. Uh, or if you're an international buyer, you still get $5 off. That is so cool. Ah. So everybody, I'll have links to that in the show notes for everybody to go check out too. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Have a good one. You too. What'd you think? I mean, I, I love these. I love. I might. One of my favorite things to do. Like, I, I'm on record saying I don't super much care to do interviews myself. I like to listen to them and stuff, right? But I don't really. I, I mean, I, I enjoy them, but I'm not one that wants to sit there and, and do that. But right. what, I, what I do love more than anything else is talking to creators that I don't know anything about and going on a journey <laughs> with them to figure out and like as they tell in me other words people John likes to shoot from the hip and do no research well I do and that, you're, you're 100% right I do and it's not because and I, it's not that I don't like doing research because I do a hell of a lot of research for a lot of our episodes yeah that's true that's true I, I'm just giving you shit like our uh, our Commerce Code Authority episode right I do tons of research but when I talk when I talk to a 280 creator, episodes folks that's the one he did yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what piss off but I like I like talking to people who are creators. Yeah. Who, who I might know their work, but I just don't know their name for whatever reason. And going on a journey with them, when they tell me what they're doing, what they've done, and then right. this whole the real like I, I point out again. When I talk to somebody, I'm like, oh, you did this book that I've read and I love them. I didn't realize you worked on that. And then kind of connecting with it, it I like that. Yeah. I enjoy I I but also I like how you do interviews where you do research and you talk you, know, you bring up things they you want to talk about. That's awesome too. But for me, if I'm the one running it, I like to go on a journey with people, which is just my. I don't know. My personality, I guess. Sure. Well, 
I hope you guys enjoyed that. I did. Yeah. If you really did enjoy it, you know, like we said at the, be- at the in the beginning of the episode, go to scpod.net. Yeah. Check out all the episodes around Emerald City Comic Con 2020. There's going to be a, a minimal of four now by the time you hear this particular episode. Yep. We might have more come in the future based on if other creators, other people just, you know, missed out on the con or were scheduled to be there and then got postponed because of the COVID-19 epidemic going on right now. Yep. And if we do, we'll record them and we'll put them out. Yeah. So there might be more later on, but there's four solid episodes of hearing things from people that have been affected and have art and books to sell and you can check it out and you can participate in the con still in a lot of ways and if you like what you see share it out let other people see what's going on yeah and and, you know online you've probably seen so we've been tweeting about it you know there's the ecc on eccc online hashtag there's the virtual virtual um store the there's a uh, the virtual virtual store it's uh, yeah and then it's actually really cool so basically it's it's there like it's it's i we should talk about it before but it's like a um sorry it's not virtual it's a very very shopping network Uh and it's basically it's a twitch stream where it's like a qvc these people these these people are bringing people on from from comic-con and letting them on video talk about their stuff and show off their books on video on a live twitch stream it's super awesome yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and they should do more stuff like that. I was yeah. I actually watched that stream for a little bit today, for about an hour, and it was just super cool. I, I, found, I saw so many creators. It's like the QVC of comics. Yeah, I, I mean, they should make that a thing. Yeah, <laughs> they should make that a thing. Right? So there you guys go. Hey, we'll see you soon. Yeah. So don't forget to open the mic. And we won't. That was solid.